Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Elm Park Rolls podcast. And finally, we have some good news this week. We actually managed to get a win. This has been a bit of a poor run for Yapsdown, definitely his worst one uh, at Reading. But finally, we put in a performance when we actually stood up and actually played as a team for the whole 90 minutes. Um, first half, it sounded like it was quite even, but we had a few shots. Second half, sounds like we were slightly more dominant, really, I would say. Took the goal well, really nice pass from uh, Vanderberg. You need to see a little bit more of that out of him. That would be uh, lovely. A really nice uh, finish from Mo Barrow as well. Obviously, in the last minute, there was a penalty that was saved by Manoni. I think it was a... Was it a penalty? I mean, I think the uh, Leeds player size went down quite uh, easily. But, I mean, uh, I suppose you'd probably see exactly the same from one of our players, wouldn't you? In that situation, one nil down at home. So... Eventually, he saved it, so who really cares? Lovely to see the reaction of all the players and everything, and positivity and everything that comes from it. Uh, to get a win there, Leeds have had a very good home record for the last year. I think they won 14 out of 19 home games before that one, so that's a really good home record, kind of equivalent to ours probably last season. I think that um, that surely should help them going forward to obviously find out more because it's all well and good getting one good win, but we need to continue that run of form. What 90 minutes won't make or break or season, will it? But it's just good to be able to say that we've actually done something that's positive. We've come out of the game. We've gone to a place that most of you thought we didn't have a chance of winning on the poll that I did. There was only 15% or so that actually thought we could go there and win. So... It's good. It's good. I'm sure most of you are more than happy to be uh, proven wrong. Um, so, yeah, moving on to the uh, EPR3, which I asked the question was, apart from winning, what pleased you most? So uh, let's get started then. First of all, Jonathan Richards would proving doubters wrong. Yeah, that's true. For one game, he's definitely done that. I'm on his side anyway. I want Stam to stay, so um, doesn't need to prove me wrong, but I see your point. There's a lot of people that aren't happy with him. Uh, Hugh RFC Vansdale, rustling Leeds fans. Yeah, well, that is uh, that's always enjoyable, isn't it? Yeah, they're particularly, um, uh, shall we say, a unique bunch of fans who seem to believe that uh, they have a special place at the top table of the Champions League, which is uh, quite amazing uh, considering they've actually spent more years out of the Premier League than they did in it. Next on to Robert Stevens, uh, really nice goal, yeah, lovely goal, really nice goal, one of the best goals I've seen uh, 
yeah, one of the best goals I've seen for this definitely this season. Uh, trying to think of other ones, good ones. Liam Kelly scored a few good ones. No, that's a good goal. It was a really nice goal, really nice pass from Van der Berg. We don't see a lot of that. That's definitely something we don't see. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Robert. And from uh, Jonathan, with a lot of numbers after his name, a centre-forward, yes. Thank, thankfully, we finally saw a centre-forward. The, the previous tactic was uh, clearly not working, and uh, even though he doesn't score, he releases other players, allows them to play in the position they normally play, and that creates a better performance, I feel. So, we'll see whether a state without, who knows, would yap. So, um, I hope so. We'll come on to that a bit later. Jamie Hodder uh, is EPR3. Now, I think we need to have a bit of a discussion about the three-word rule here. You are blatantly abusing the system, but, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm going to embrace this. The togetherness of the squad after each important moment, Bakuna doing the job at right-back and JDB having his best game. Yeah, well... It sounded like JDB having a really good uh, good game. Uh, Bakuna who made a huge uh, tackle that would have stopped uh, Leeds. That stopped Leeds uh, going one 0 up. That was vital in the whole game. I think if we would have got one nil down, I could only see one result. So yes, and it appears that everyone thought he had an excellent game. So thanks, Joe. Uh, Cam Wiper. So he's basically saying this one is as Bakuna, Joey, and Barrow. I think he's just basically saying they've all three of them made a difference. Yeah, tough to argue. Andy Lanesbury, Yapstam Shoes. Now, uh, this I think this person is my favourite one. I've looked up the Yapstam Shoes that he was wearing, and they were a, a lovely kind of leisure wear, uh, black with a white rim around the bottom of them. They were, yeah, they were, um, they were distinctive, I would say. Distinctive. Yeah, the good, very good spot there, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Lee Leggett, 4-4-2. Now, everyone is saying that he played 4-4-2. I didn't actually see it, but... If he has, that is a real change around from Yap, and it's worked. So, yeah, it's, it's great to see. He's actually got some flexibility, everyone was saying, only in the last podcast I was doing, that everyone was saying that he was extremely stubborn and he won't change. Well, nobody predicted some of these changes. So, and Finley Gardner again saying, starting a striker, yeah, definitely good. Change of tactics from Luke Newton, and change of formation from uh, Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine, 1973. They're a decent band, uh, Simon Dyson. So, yeah, thanks for everyone that's uh, got involved. I think, basically, we're just happy to see some changes, aren't we, that have actually worked, playing the striker, and a good goal, and we beat a team that we always like to beat, and that is uh, Dirty Leeds, and uh, we do enjoy doing that, so that's always very pleasurable. Now moving on to this Saturday, and it's Sheffield United away, which I think is going to be a tough match. Sheffield United, I think, will be even even bigger challenge than Leeds United, because I think they're actually in better form. Leeds have had a few losses before we played them, and Sheffield United just seem to keep in steamrolling up the league, don't they? So, I mean, they're currently third in the league with 24 points, and we are 20th with 12 points, so... They've had twice as good a start to the season that we had, even though you could say they've played one more game than us. But yeah, they've had a far better start. And it's hard to really dislike the Sheffield United, isn't it? You can't really have anything against them. We've had quite a few games against them. We've beaten them quite a few times. We seem to have a fairly good record at Bramall Lane, but we obviously haven't played there for a long time. So I don't really think that's relevant to now. They've only had one home defeat this season. So they're obviously very hard to beat at home. They've got a couple of players with 
different levels of Reading FC connection. They've got uh, Billy Sharp, obviously played for us uh, a few times, scored a few goals, missed a penalty, I remember, against one team, and uh, it was a terrible effort. And then there was Clayton Donison, who we almost signed uh, from, Bir well, not almost signed, but we tried to sign from uh, Birmingham. I think maybe that was when Nigel Adkins was in charge. So, yeah, he's a player that's going to score goals probably at this level, Clayton Donison. I mean, uh, Billy Sharp's also got four goals this season, so they've got goals, definitely. I mean, they've got a plus goal difference of six, and we've got one of minus two. So I think we can see which team's more threatening in front of goal there, really. We need to, I think we need to keep with the same tactics and play the same team. I I know Yap has this thing about playing a team that suits the opposition, but I think after you've gone to and performed like we did last week, even though Mo Barra's come on and scored a really good goal, I think you have to reward that team by playing the same team again. This is not unknown for Yapstam to play the same team, but it is quite unusual, but... I hope that he sees that this is the opportunity to do that and try and gain some momentum. I think that it'd be... I'm going to say... I'm going to say a one-all draw, I think. Um, I'm just looking at the EPR vote so far. And 38% of you think we're going to win. 35% of you think it's going to be a draw. And 27% think we're going to lose. That's... Yeah, it's a pretty hard one to call, so that's probably about right. I would say... I, I'm, I'm still sticking with the fact that we're going to get a draw there, 1-0. I think it'd be a difficult game, though, so... If we got a win there, it'd be fantastic, but I'm not, I'm not totally convinced on that one. So, yeah, also today, moving on to a slightly different topic, moving on to... The, it was also 32 years ago today that we managed to uh, set the record of consecutive... 13 consecutive wins from the start of the season in 1985... I remember that season particularly because it was the first season that I started going to football and uh, it was a bit of a... Every season after that was a bit of a downer, really, compared to it in some ways because if you stay in your first ever season, you have 13 league wins to start the season off. It's, it's a little bit of a downer afterwards. It wasn't until we had the 106 season that that really kind of crushed that, really. I mean, I'd, I'd quite like us to see us win, uh, beat the 106 team, but I don't think that's ever going to happen, so... If you want to want to watch any um uh, any see any pictures or anything or any kind of like chat about that, go on the EPR uh, site and uh, throw in any memories that you've got as well. Love to hear them. I mean, sadly there isn't any video footage because uh, I remember at the thing we had with the ex Reading players, with Trevor Senior was there a few weeks ago, and he said that uh, they couldn't take any footage because there was a ban on TV footage at that time football there was some kind of problem with tv deal where typical reading we have an incredible start of the season there's no footage of it and the only thing that the people could film during this game when we beat chesterfield 4-2 at the start of the season was him having stitches in the dressing room they couldn't film any of the footage on the pitch at all so nobody nobody unless you were there and you could remember the match nobody knows what happened so it's a real shame really but there we go so, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for listening, and uh, I will be back uh, next week, hopefully, with another three points in the bag. Retweet, like, tell your mother, your nan, whoever you want to tell. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye.